Good morning. My name is Jamie Sudler, and in addition to being on KGNU's news team, I'm also a producer and reporter with H2O Radio, an independent news organization covering issues related to water and the environment. Today, during the next half hour, we're going to take a look at Proposition DD on this year's ballot. Briefly, Proposition DD, if approved, would allow sports wagering or betting in Colorado. The measure would also impose a tax, the majority of which would be designated to fund the Colorado Water Plan. And with me in the studio today are two gentlemen who will discuss each side of Proposition DD. First of all, Gary Walkner works as a consultant to scientific, political, and environmental organizations where he focuses on river protection in Colorado and around the world. Gary has received numerous awards and accolades for his environmental advocacy, including one, including being named Eco Rockstar, impacting the planet, and one of Colorado's most outspoken water watchdogs. Gary is the registered agent for Coloradans for Climate Justice, an issue committee registered with the state of Colorado that opposes Proposition DD. Welcome, Gary. Thank you. And also with me is Curtis Hubbard. Curtis works for a firm called On-Site Public Affairs, which, among other things, does political and marketing consulting. Before that, he worked for nine years at the Denver Post, most recently as editor of the editorial page. From 1993 until 1999, Curtis worked as a reporter and then editor of the Jackson Hole Guide. In 2000, he moved to Boulder, where he worked for four years as editor at the Daily Camera. At the Denver Post, besides being an editor of the editorial page, he led the coverage of Colorado and Rocky Mountain West as state editor and also served as politics editor. Welcome, Curtis. Thanks for having me. So, Curtis, can you lay out for us, what is Proposition DD all about? Yeah, sure. Thank you again for giving us this opportunity to explain to voters a little bit more about what Proposition DD is uh, and what it is not. Um, In in a nutshell, Proposition DD is a $29 million tax on the sports betting profits that casinos would get when we legalize uh, sports betting. And as you mentioned earlier, the majority of that money would go to fund Colorado's water plan. And it really um, has its roots in three different dates. Um, And the first would be back in the early 90s when Colorado uh, had the good sense to institute the state lottery and dedicate proceeds from the state lottery to fund open space and parks purchases through the Great Outdoors Colorado program. And that was really the first example uh, in the state of uh, using a tax um, on um, gambling uh, in order to do something better, to do a, a, a larger good. Then in 2015, Uh, the largest public engagement effort in state history, uh, developed Colorado's Water Plan. And Colorado's Water Plan essentially divides the state into its nine river basins and looks at how do we address uh, providing water, conserving and protecting water over the next 30 years, given the state has a population that's expected to double, given that we are um, a headwaters state and are increasingly facing uh, water shortages uh, and competition for water with fast-growing states downstream, notably Arizona, California, and Nevada. Um, And then um, how do we come together as a state uh, and and make sure that we can avoid the buy and dry of our farmland, make sure that our outdoor recreation economy has the water needed uh, to to thrive, that there is enough water in rivers and streams for uh, outdoor pursuits like fishing, uh, paddleboarding, um, rafting, things of that nature. And it's a $30 billion plan. That's B billion. 
uh, and uh, it it was the state share was about um, there's there's about a three billion uh, dollar uh, shortfall, and it's a hundred million dollars a year. And so lawmakers, um, fast forward 2018, the U.S. Supreme Court says, hey, there can't be a federal prohibition on sports gambling. Um, we can't, we have to get rid of this monopoly that Las Vegas has on sports betting. So states are allowed to legalize sports betting. So lawmakers earlier this year decided that um, a good use of proceeds from sports betting, were Colorado to legalize sports betting, uh, would be to fund that unfunded portion of Colorado's water plan. Um, we saw, uh, and this is notable uh, with Prop DD, given the sort of hyper-partisan time that we live in, um, uh, overwhelming bipartisan support from this uh, for, for Proposition DD from the legislature, which referred it to the ballot, Republicans and Democrats. And we've seen that carry through on the campaign trail where we have environmental organizations like Conservation Colorado, uh, EDF Action, Western Resource Advocates, which is based here in Boulder, uh, joining agricultural interests like uh, the Colorado Farm Bureau, the Colorado Cattlemen's Association, um, big cities, small towns, urban, rural. So incredible support for Proposition DD because they understand the importance of water, the importance of making a down payment on funding that unfunded share uh, of state share of Colorado's water plan in a state where, quite frankly, uh, there is not enough money to go around. And so here is an opportunity uh, to fund some, but not all, of the, the shortfall in Colorado's water plan. And that's why uh, we're asking people to vote yes uh, this fall. Okay, so Curtis, before I ask you some uh, specific questions about uh, Proposition DD, let me ask Gary, generally speaking, Gary, what's your position, what's your view of Proposition DD? Yeah, thanks, Jamie. Um, Proposition DD stands for Damn and Destroy, because that's what it would do to Colorado's rivers. This proposition is about tax policy, water, and climate change, and the basic questions are who caused the damage to our water supply and who should pay to fix it? We oppose Proposition DD and encourage voters to vote no because the proposition sets a terrible precedent that the public taxpayer should pay for the damage caused to our water supply system by climate change. We know that fossil fuel corporations are causing climate change and causing the damage, and thus we contend that fossil fuel corporations should pay for the damage, not the public taxpayer. Forcing the taxpayer to pay for climate damage is an egregious violation of climate justice. And that's why we named this committee Coloradans for Climate Justice. Lawsuits are undergo ongoing in the state of Colorado, in the U.S. and around the world, including right here in Boulder, Colorado, against the fossil fuel corporations, arguing that these corporations should be required to pay for damage caused by climate change to our local, state, and federal and world economies. What uh, Curtis didn't mention is that climate change is predicted to shrink Colorado's water supply by 20% by the year 2050. And this was a big part of the Colorado water plan, the damage caused by uh, uh, climate, climate change. This decrease in water would cost billions of dollars of negative impacts to the state's economy. So the big question is, <coughs> excuse me, who should pay for that? Proposition DD proposes to raise taxes and use the money for these so-called water projects. The water projects are completely undefined. The money would be a slush fund at the state legislature to spend on whatever the powers that be decided a water project was, including new river-destroying dams and including water for fracking. In fact, in the worst-case scenario, they would um, spend the money and uh, build new dams and diversions. The water would go to fracking, which would make climate change worse. And so um, we are asking voters to 
uh, vote no on Proposition DD. Uh, in addition, some of the groups that are uh, supporting this, the environmental groups, those groups are all funded by the Walton Family Foundation, which is the Walmart family. They, su they support rapid population growth and support new dams. I'm not involved with that foundation or that, the, that family. And so uh, we are taking a very independent stance about the Colorado Water Plan and about Proposition DD, and we oppose it. We're asking voters to vote no. Okay, thank you very much, Gary. And uh, Curtis, before I ask you to respond specifically to some of the things Gary said, uh, let, let's go over, if we could, uh, get into the weeds about the proposition. So it's going to be a tax on sports betting. Is that accurate? It is a tax on casinos, sports betting profits. So what's important to know there, and, and Gary mentions this, uh, and, and I have to correct him uh, every time he mentions it, it is, it, it is not a tax on the public. It is a tax on the profits that casinos make on sports betting. So what we're saying is we're going to have legalized sports betting in Colorado. Let's make sure that we utilize profits, uh, a tax on that profits for something that has a broader benefit for the state. And so as I understand it, it may be not a tax on the public, but isn't it uh, logical to think that casinos who run the sports betting will be actually putting that tax into their pricing? Um, it's a pretty low margin business. It's about a 5% uh, margin business. And yes, it will be in their pricing, but the reality is is that there, there will be competition, right? And you, you have to um, um, make yourself attractive uh, as an entity in order to, to get customer share. Okay. And Gary, what, what's your view? Yeah, on and we're not contending that specific detail. However, this sets the precedent of raising the, the tax on the public. For example, if you raise taxes on restaurants, obviously they're going to uh, raise the price of their food, so the public's going to end up paying for it. If you raise taxes on gas stations, they're going to raise the price of gas, so the public's going to end up paying for it. If you raise the passes on uh, the casinos, they're going to raise the prices in their casinos, and so whoever goes to those casinos is going to end up paying for it. Again, th it's a tax uh, that ultimately comes down to the public and the taxpayer and the people who visit these establishments. But the biggest issue here is that it, it sets the precedent rather than the fossil fuel corporations paying for climate damage to our water supply, that the public is going to pay that. And that's why we have taken this to the wall and registered this committee. It's a terrible precedent. It is an extreme violation of climate justice. So I would uh, disagree vociferously with that. Uh, it, is, uh, it is not a precedent because in Colorado, tax increases have to be approved by voters. They can't just institute a tax uh, willy-nilly. Uh, and if you want to go and ask Colorado taxpayers to impose a tax on the fossil fuel industry to address climate change, there's nothing that prohibits you from going out and gathering the signatures and putting that in front of voters. In this instance, what we're doing is we're trying to address Colorado's water future. We're looking for a way to fund that share that's unfunded to protect and conserve water resources, not for fracking, um, but for the future. That's for all of our industries, whether it's agriculture, whether it's outdoor recreation, whether it's municipal use, um, and it is conservation and protection. And I think one of the things you hear from Gary frequently is that this is uh, going to be about new dams, and nothing could be farther from the truth. The way Colorado's water plan is set up is that there has to be consensus number one from the, the river basin. Uh, number two, there are additional sideboards around conservation and environmental protections. And then number three, it has to be approved by the Colorado Water Conservation Board, which is uh, their political appointees representing each river basin. 
and then it has to go through the legislature. So the idea that uh, uh, that, uh, that that this is all about creating new dams is simply not true. What it is about is finding new approaches and novel ways to conserve and protect our water, to keep water in streams, to do things like they've done on the Yampa up in Steamboat, on the Poudre up in Fort Collins, or even down in the San Luis Valley where we can say, hey, let's make sure that we have enough water in our streams, that we can protect our riparian habitat, that we can keep fish in there. Let's encourage farmers to conserve water, to use it in, a, in new ways instead of wasting it so that there is additional water that we can put in our streams or additional water that um, municipal governments can use. Let's encourage uh, governments to offer low-flow showerheads, low-flow toilets, things like that. The population is going to double. The pressures from California, Nevada, and Arizona are not going to go away. This is our opportunity to put a down payment on funding Colorado's water plan, and that's why our measure has drawn the support of so many different groups from around Colorado, and I urge you to go to Yes On dd.com to take a look. Uh, the support for this measure is overwhelming uh, in comparison to the opposition. Um, we've, we've got, as I mentioned earlier, Republicans and Democrats, urban and rural, front range, western slope, conservationist agricultural com communities, you name it. Well, let me ask Carrie, uh, why are you and why is your organization concerned about this is just leading, going to be leading to new dams on rivers. Sure, and, and I appreciate my uh, good friend Curtis's comments. However, Curtis is wrong. Uh, I was very involved in the uh, development of the Colorado Water Plan. It is an all-of-the-above plan, a water plan, just like an all-of-the-above energy plan. It supports everything, including new dams and diversions, including water for fracking. In fact, the plan uh, allows the basins, the nine basins that he spoke about, to define how they want the money spent. And almost every one of those basins wants new dams and diversions that would further drain and destroy our river. And a number of those basins currently are and will continue to and, and project to even sell more water for fracking. So for him to say this is not about fracking is absolutely not true. And for him to say this is not about new dams and diversions is absolutely not true. The Colorado Water Plan very clearly supports new dams and diversions and very clearly supports water for fracking. If they would have written in the proposition, we will not use the water for dams and diversions or fracking, we wouldn't be here right today. Here's what else you need to know. At the state legislature, which is ultimately who will decide how the money is spent, is the power down there with river activists like me? Of course not. The growth industry, which wants dams and diversion, controls the state legislature. And the oil and gas industry, which wants water for fracking, controls the state legislature. And so it's going to be a slush fund at the state legislature for whoever's in power to decide how they want to spend it. Uh, the vast majority of this money will probably not be used to like protect and restore rivers like he is suggesting, but will be used for the powers that be at the legislature to decide how to use it. The Colorado Water Plan supports fracking and it supports uh, dams and diversions and that's likely where some or, or much of the money will go. We're encouraging the public to vote no on DD. Yeah, and I think, Gary, those red herrings just don't hold up, right? You can uh, you can scream that the sky is falling, but that doesn't mean that it is. Uh, you can say that the oil and gas industry controls, thing down at the, controls things down at the legislature. I think they would uh, uh, tell you that it's far from that. And in fact, Senate Bill 181 that was passed earlier this year uh, demonstrates uh, uh, that they do not control things there. You have a Democratic governor. You have a Democratic-controlled state senate. You have a Democratic-controlled house. 
You have uh, conservationists, uh, Boulder's Casey Becker, uh, who is the House Speaker uh, in the highest uh, leadership uh, positions in the legislature. And so this idea uh, that the oil and gas companies are going to run roughshod is is simply, you know, it, it's not what Colorado's water plan is about. And, and Gary and his group are trying to distract uh, from the real issue and try to draw attention to their issue. The real issue and the thing that Coloradans need to consider is how do we protect and conserve water in this fast-growing semi-arid state over the next 30 years when our population is expected to double. We can't simply put our head in the sand. We can't do nothing. We need to take steps to protect and conserve our water and DD funds those conservation efforts. Gary. Yeah, a real quick response and then we'll let you go to your next question, Jamie. Since Governor Polis was elected, over 1,000 wells have been uh, permitted by the Colorado Oil and Gas Conservation Commission, and since Senate Bill 181 was put into law. So uh, there's, there's a lot of uh, hot air out there, but the facts are that the oil and gas industry still owns the state, they still own the Colorado water plant, and they still need a lot of water for fracking, and we predict that this is where this money will go. And again, they are the ones causing the climate damage to our water supply. This is about the climate damage to our water supply. They should pay for it, not the public taxpayer. This is a huge precedent, and that's why we oppose it. Part of the hot air that's out there is that the oil and gas industry is responsible for overuse of the water supply. The percentage of water used by the oil and gas industry is in the single digits, and it's closer to zero than it is to 10. Um, what we have to realize is that Colorado has enormous pressures on its water supply. Those come from... Uh, Population growth, number one, from agriculture, number two. Those are the overwhelming chief uses of our water supply in Colorado, not fracking. If you're just tuning in, that we're debating Proposition DD, which is going to be on the Colorado ballot this November. With me in the studio are Gary Walkner and Curtis Hubbard. And uh, let me ask you, Curtis, as a proponent of uh, Proposition DD, the money that is projected to be collected from this tax is about roughly uh, 15 to 17 million dollars a year, with the authority to go up to 27 million, 29 million uh, per year. That's in the that's in the actual proposition itself. The authority to go up to twenty nine, um, but the projections are from the water plan that much more money is needed than than what this tax is going to collect. Uh, in fact, I think it's a hundred million dollars a year. So there's a huge shortfall uh, if you're trying to fund the water plan with this tax. What's your response to those critics who say, "Why this? Why why this method of funding sure. the water plan?" And I think um, that's part of the reason we we look back at Great Outdoors Colorado and what a huge success it has been. And we think with Proposition DD and the down payment on funding Colorado's water plan, uh, that something is better than nothing. That the projects that will be funded. Uh, once Proposition DD passes, will serve as demonstration projects for what is possible, um, for what we can do when we come together as a state and work to address, uh, to protect and conserve our water, um, and that you'll be able then to, re to, to recruit, whether it's from municipal governments, from special districts, from um, you know, additional funding sources that might develop down the road to say we've we've been good public stewards of the money. We can demonstrate the success we've had uh, given the revenue that was generated with Prop DD. We should close the gap and fund uh, the remaining portion of Colorado's water plan. 
But isn't there a concern that if you ask voters now to support this uh, um, taxing and funding mechanism on the water plan, that if you come back to them in, say, 2024 or whatever, or, or even earlier than that, to fund, uh, th- to fund the additional gap in, in the water plan funding, that the voters are going to say, no, we're, we're, we, we gave you money. Uh, we don't understand why you want money now. Yeah, that's, it's a good point. That's why we always talk about this being a down payment. You, you'll never hear us say that this will solve um, Colorado's water plan's funding shortage, but we need to start. We need to do something. We can't just do nothing. Every year, um, and this is a place where Gary and I agree, you know, every year we wait, we're a, we're a year farther behind on taking serious steps to address the impacts of climate uh, on, on our water supply here. And I'm focused, and the folks with uh, the Yes on DD campaign are focused on this election and getting Coloradans, and um, we've been hugely successful at this, to come together to support this idea to say we have to start now we have to do something now and as I mentioned earlier um, there is not a a pot of gold sitting out somewhere where we can just go in Colorado and say we're going to fund all of our needs whether that's transportation education or water here is an opportunity to put a down payment on funding Colorado's water plan and that's why we're asking people to vote yes on DD. Gary, what are your thoughts on this? Yeah, and um, my good friend Curtis has said repeatedly, population growth, population growth, population growth. And then he just said climate. So we're agreeing that this is about population growth and climate. So the question is, who should pay? If the damage is caused by climate, it should a climate change, a climate damage than the oil and gas companies, they should pay, not the taxpayer. In addition, if the problem is population growth, the cities that are growing should pay for the water, not the public taxpayer. And by the way, how do you get water uh, if you're trying to get water for a city? You take it out of river, you dam, drain, and destroy a river. So if Aurora is trying to grow, then Aurora should pay for the water. And, and if Aurora wants to try to dam, drain, and destroy a river, they can try to do that, and they're going to have to deal with me, and I'll try to stop them. But that this should be the responsibility. Again, it's all about the precedent. The responsibility of the statewide taxpayer, which is what this precedent sets, to pay for climate damage. No, it should not. The oil and gas companies should pay. The fossil fuel industry should pay because they're causing the damage. If Aurora wants new water for their population growth, which Curtis has said many times, population growth, population growth, population growth, then Aurora citizens or Aurora, the people growing into Aurora, whoever should pay for it, not the statewide taxpayer. And the statewide taxpayer doesn't pay for it. Again, this is a tax on casinos. And it's important to note that what is really happening in Colorado and what's been happening as we've grown over the last three decades um, uh, is the buying and drying of agricultural land. And Proposition DD helps us preserve what makes Colorado special and that that's in Colorado we continue to have an agricultural economy uh, that is critical um, to our future, to our present, that provides jobs, that provides opportunity, that allows people to connect to the land that in Boulder County, for example, uh, allows us to manage our open space in a way that helps us meet other conservation goals. And we cannot, uh, in the face of increasing population in Colorado and elsewhere, allow for the buying and drying. And that's what the f- that's the first thing that ha- is happening or will happen um, uh, of our agricultural land. We need to, p- to make sure that we continue to protect our agricultural land. And we need to... Um, uh, do that by passing Proposition DD. And I think I would just have one question for Gary. What's the last dam that was built in Colorado? 
Well, there's multiple dams uh, proposed in the permitting process right now, and I'm fighting every single one of them. The last one that was built was down on the Animas La Plata. It was called the uh, um, uh, uh, Animas La Plata Project, and now it's uh, Lake Nighthorse. But I want, I want to bring up something. Um, uh, Curtis has said we should not allow uh, uh, cities to buy water from farmers. I didn't say we shouldn't allow. Well, I- if you want to disallow a farmer from selling his wa- his or her water, then you should try to pass a law disallowing the water the farmer from selling it. It's their water. It's their water right. If they want to sell the water, they have every right to do that. And and farmers sell water to cities all the time in the state of Colorado. It's very common. And for you to say that that should not be allowed, just, it, just, be it just gets at the underlying issue of what this is about. It's trying to force taxpayers to take responsibility for a paying for climate damage and to force taxpayers to, to get involved in this private property right with farmers. And uh, this is exactly the kind of uh, scheme that the taxpayer should be extremely concerned about. So you've got sports betting, you've got dams, you've got climate change. This whole thing is just a big scheme, and it, it just reeks of like uh, a crazy idea that got put on the ballot to uh, achieve a bunch of uh, weird, completely incongruent goals, and the taxpayer should be, should be completely speculative and vote no. Let me ask uh, this question, uh, Curtis. There has been some observation, not necessarily criticism, but some observation and maybe Gary will chime in with some criticism, that the, the Proposition DD doesn't really specify where the money is going to be used from the uh, sports uh, betting tax. Uh, that's not, the, and, and that's fine. And the, 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 the way that our government works is we do not want to prescribe every action in our Constitution. That is, that that sort of direct democracy approach is what puts Colorado in the fiscal constraints that we're in today. We have all of these conflicting provisions in our Constitution. We need to trust the people that we elect to do right by the state, to do right by the future of the state. And Proposition DD and Colorado's Water Plan do exactly that. As I mentioned earlier, Colorado's Water Plan, and there's there's a real imbalance here in terms of the support. Uh, and if you visit yesonpropdd.com, you will see the overwhelming support that exists for Proposition DD versus the voice in the wilderness that Gary is on the opposition side uh, for this approach. For There were 30,000 public comments as part of the crafting of Colorado's water plan. In one of the most difficult uh, public policy areas to find consensus, we found statewide consensus. We found bipartisan consensus. We found consensus between rural and urban areas. We found consensus between water basins. It is a remarkable accomplishment. It's something for which we should all be proud. It's something that understands that progress takes um, cooperation. It takes being willing to listen to other, the other side and the, the, the willingness to allow for projects that are developed in one area to come forward and see if they will stand up. Uh, and that's the Colorado Water Conservation Board that will review those, and it's the state legislature that will review, the, review those. But to say we can simply, uh, or that we should simply have public policy that is uh, p- perfectly spelled out in, in, in our Constitution um, is, is just not the way that things get done in this state. Okay, Gary, we've got about a minute and a half left. Prop D is a blank check and a slush fund at the state legislature. Uh, I was very involved in Colorado Water Plan. I helped get thousands of comments put in it. 
I, I am proud to be a voice in the wilderness because it is the rivers in that wilderness in the state of Colorado that need to be fended. I am proud to be a voice defending those rivers and defending that wilderness um, instead of this kind of uh, slush fund, uh, really uh, a weird, absurd tax on gambling to pay for dams. The whole thing just reeks of chaos. So, uh, gentlemen, this has been a very uh, provocative and wonderful discussion of Proposition DD. Um, You've been listening to a debate between Gary Walkner and Curtis Hubbard on whether or not voters should approve Proposition DD, which is coming up for election uh, on the ballot this November. It has to do with imposing a tax on sports betting and using the proceeds for the Colorado Water Plan. So I want to thank my guests today. Uh, I'm Jamie Sudler with H2O Radio and KGNU, and I want to thank my guests Curtis Hubbard. Thank you, Curtis. Thank you. And Gary Walkner, thank you very much for being here. I appreciate your comments on Proposition DD. I'm Jamie Sudler.